Jacob Jones. Please and give me I another one of those Chewy Lemon Heads. Back down. Hey, baby. Cheers. Ben Yates. There ain't no easy way out. I want the hey Now I won't back down. And I'll stand my ground. It's the last dance. It's the Valley Variety. Live at noon every Sunday on Blaze Radio. I will be back. Next episode. Straight up 12 o'clock on this Sunday afternoon. Good afternoon. Happy February 18th. Happy 11-month anniversary, honey. I know you're listening. To the Valley Variety, uh-huh. live on Blaze Radio and BlazeRadioOnline.com. My name is Jacob Jones. He is Ben Yates. That is Jack Bartlett. Or should I say Super Bowl champion Jack Bartlett. Congratulations. Uh-oh. I, I totally, uh, kind of a blooper on my part. I totally Hey, congratulations, to, though, yeah, Jack. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Totally did not turn my mic on. Uh, back to back. Yeah, nice little job yeah. of the anniversary. Very, very sweet. Very lovely to have that celebrated here. Yeah, uh, I didn't even realize it's been that long for it's you. Been Congrats, that long. man. That's it's like actually year. seriously awesome. Well, next month will be a, a year. Wow. Next month is the year. Wow. Yeah. Okay. March 18th. All right. Wow. So we're at the 11th right now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Very good. 11 months, 11 months of the day. All right. Uh, well, <clears throat> thank you. There we go. Yeah. Let's give them. Not a lot of people get this far. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone us. I mean, it's, it's really a celebratory moment. It is. Absolutely. Uh, Love you, babe. <laughs> uh, but I want to get to laughs today. The best part about the show is getting to laugh, to get away from the the norms of the world, the things that bring us down. This show does that very well. But we also like to talk about the things that have bothered us before, the things that do affect us, the things that do affect the world, the world of sports, etc. And I think this is one of those topics, Jack, and please forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think we talk about it either way, uh, if you were here or not here. But since you are here, we have kind of a special, unique position here where we have someone that is uniquely affected by this tragic event that happened at Kansas City this last week. Uh, yeah, um... Unfortunately, if you don't know what Ben's talking about, on Wednesday during the Super Bowl parade, there was a shooting. Um, My little brother was there. I know other kids who are also still in high school, not even 18, by the way, who were there. And it was really, really just scary. Yeah, and uh, one person was killed in the whole chaos of it all, and there were 22 injuries, 11 of which, so half, Mm -hmm. were children, attended to at the nearby Children's Hospital. Uh, Ages range from 6 to 15, is that correct? 6 to 15? Something like that, yeah. That is unbelievable. That is kindergarten through Mm -hmm. halfway of high school. I mean, that is, it's one of those things where you think that that is, well, it's the norm, in America, and nonetheless, on the six-year anniversary of the Stoneman Douglas shooting mm-hmm. that happened in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, and on Valentine's Day, yeah. let's not even forget about that. 
it's one of those things, Jack, where you don't even know where you're safe anymore, right? I yeah. mean, you you had the fear, though. You weren't there, yet you had the fear of, is someone I love gone? Mm-hmm. You had that thought cross your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was – I'm very thankful that all of my friends and family texted me back very quickly. But, but yes, for about five to ten minutes while I waited for everybody, there – there was thoughts of this person may not be here anymore, and I just have to sit with that. And I, again, I am so thankful that everyone responded so quickly. But still, in that short time I was waiting, there was there was moments of just like this is so real that it is terrifying, and that is kind of how I felt for most of Wednesday afternoon. I mean, there's no good way to, um, really no good way to describe it. I mean, there shouldn't be happening. I mean, I think that's pretty, pretty clear. Whatever it is, it's, it shouldn't be happening. I think it also makes you appreciate, um, little moments because it can be taken away. Unfortunately, this happens a lot around here with um, whatever your opinion is on it. It happens a lot, and it's something that we all have to think about when in public spaces, and it's just something that can happen. Well, is that something we should have to – I mean, in the country, the land of the free, we have to think about what is the closest, safest exit for my family to escape an event that we are supposed to be enjoying together. I mean, it is – a Super Bowl parade. You're supposed. It's, it's one of those things. And uh, Jack, you will know this more than me. But sports bring people together, unlike anything. And I know Kansas City is a very divided area in this country, where it, a lot of politics do come into play. You know, back and forth. It's blue or red, blue or red, and then this or that. But the Chiefs are like one of those things that bring the town together. And then when they're all together enjoying something together, this happens. Uh, yes, Kansas City has a, has a really strong community of people. Uh, you can be in downtown and run into somebody you went to high school with 14 years ago, or you could run around the corner and accidentally bump into somebody and you just spend the next 30 minutes becoming their best friend. And, and you'll never see them again. But in those 30 minutes, you you get to know that person and you care about that person because you're both from Kansas City. You're both from the same place. You both love the same things and the same restaurants and the same barbecue. And yes, Joe's Kansas City is better than Gates. <laughs> and there is such just strong community around Kansas City. And I, I again, I am so thankful that everyone in Kansas City has responded as strongly and as sensitively and as appropriately as a incident like this calls for. But for that to happen to a community that not only I grew up loving and that I call home, but to see the people who helped raise me have to go through that hurt is also part of what makes it really, really tough uh, at the moment. And I remember we were watching a newscast, me and you, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings, and we saw a newscast being replayed a bit, and you recognized someone on that screen, and that 
kind of struck a chord with you about how often that person was seen on camera and how they looked as well. Terrified, blood on their face, not face paint, blood on their face, not just red paint. It was blood from running away. From running away, they fell down and got smeared on the face by the concrete. Yeah, um, he is a sophomore in high school. I went to church with him. I've known him. I don't want to name drop because sure. uh, that probably isn't appropriate for him. He's, I don't even know if he's 16. Um, but he and I went to church, and I have known him since he was a baby. He, I don't think until Wednesday, I had ever seen him not smile. He is one of the most charismatic kids. He is, he is an honorary uh, full load. He he loves to crack jokes, um, and he's totally a prankster. He's kind of the class clown. Um, that is his personality. He loves to make you laugh. He loves to make himself laugh. He loves to make everyone around him just smile. I saw a different side of him on Wednesday. I saw a side of him that was not only scared, that was terrified and traumatized. I saw a side of him that I hope I never see again. Not because I don't care about him, but because that is a type of fear I don't want to see in a single person ever again. And that's something that he, at the age of 15 or 16 years old, I don't even know if he can drive yet, by the way, has to live with with the rest of his life. Because the people in this country who enact legislation have somehow got it backwards for the time being that mm. we just can own all guns and buy whatever you want. Well, and Missouri's laws are very special, are they not? They are very loose very easy they actually just uh came out with an article today that they're going even more backwards in response oh. to uh what happened at the parade on wednesday because yes, the logic what's the uh backwards response exactly please um, i'll have to look up the exact article but i remember reading something this morning from the kansas city star um gotta scroll for a second one second sorry uh mean meanwhile uh, the person that did lose their life uh, was someone in radio, actually. So that's, yeah. that is very unfortunate. Lisa Lopez-Galvin, mm -hmm. uh, very young woman with two extremely young children. Uh, yeah, her oldest is only a year older than us, Ben. And, yeah, and yeah. her son was also injured in okay. the incident, mm -hmm. uh, one of those 11 children that was suffering from injury. Uh his mom did not survive, and she is the only one to not survive. So now you have two kids without a mother from this incident. And, yes, it's great that they're going backwards after all that, right, Jack? I mean, mm -hmm. you lose someone's life, and then, you know, what's, what's a good way to approach this? Uh, more. More weaponry. Yes. That's how we solve it. Because I'm pretty sure there were 800 good guys with guns at that event, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. 800 police officers in uniform with weaponry. 800 good guys with guns. Is that not enough? We need more? The two kids that were in the incident had five weapons confiscated from them after it was mm -hmm. over. Five. 
and they are also around 15 years old. What, what, what are we doing? <laughs> How are these kids able to get weapons this easily? And yes, you could say that you know they could have just gotten them illegally too, but they didn't. Their parents got them legally, probably. They took them. Mm-hmm. That's about as legal as it can get. It would have been pretty difficult if it was the other way around. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong on this. I think if it was harder to get said weapon, that wouldn't have happened. I agree. No, I I have kind of come fully around on that thought over the last few days, but I I hope and agree that if we were to stricken stricten I don't know if that's a word, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, I'll look it up. <laughs> the the purchase of firearms and just weapons in general, that it makes it tougher for the general public to have access to such incredibly powerful and lethal weapons that can take people's lives. I mean, I, I think... I think it is so overlooked in, in these kinds of conversations that that is that is the end goal of these weapons is even if it's not another human, you're trying to take another life, whether it is an animal or a human being. That's the end goal of these weapons. And that should be, in my opinion, the forefront of any conversation that is takes place in this country about weapons or about the Second Amendment in general is that that is what they were made to do is was to take away somebody's life. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all the events that have happened these last couple decades. Now we've been dealing with this. I mean, and there's some States that do it better than others. There's some States that, you know, you have the uh, stereotype of, Oh, you go to Texas, you're going to get a gun with your barbecue meal today? Oh, oh, very good. Yes, there you go. Please be on your way. Uh, and there's other states that do it quite well, or then other countries that do it, you know, that look at us and think, how is that happening over mm-hmm. there? How is America the worst country at this? Mm-hmm. How are we the absolute worst at something? And it is something that has stained us forever, but we can't ever get people in a room to agree on it, except for one thing. Over 90% of Americans want background checks in gun legislation. Over 90%. That's not red or blue, 90%. No, it's all 300 million want background checks. And... That's not even to go to far, you know, it's to say that some people want assault weapons banned entirely. There are some that want that, enough that would want that. Uh, President of the United States, Joe Biden, been pretty vocal on what he wants. Yeah. He wants, I mean, he was a little late to the party on Twitter, but he got to getting and, uh, you know, said, I want to ban assault weapons. That might have been about the 10th time in his presidency that I've seen that tweet, though. Yeah. Yeah. Tenth time? Yeah, I mean... At least? At least ten. How many shootings have happened since then? I got the stat. 1.5 per day. Wow. 1.5 shootings per day in America. 
that's one and a half too many. The leading killer, leading cause of death of children is guns in America. You can say that that's, you know, a very political statement, but facts are facts. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I I think if... I at least hope most people can agree and acknowledge that this is also not a political statement, but that part of what we as human beings are, are trying to accomplish in our lifetime is to preserve life at all costs, right? Whether that come from protecting our family and our our kids and our cousins and whoever else, or whether that come from, you know, archives and collecting all the, having these big collections of of archives and files and documents and, you know, kind of just being like a historian, or whether that come from just, you know, loving each other and being passionate Um, There's all different types of ways, but I I hope at the root of it, we can all agree that preserving life is one of the most important things because that is what will keep human beings on earth for a longer period of time. And, And to not do anything at all when it comes to legislation around guns, I think is turning a blind eye to that preservation. Yeah, and to go back on who was at fault for doing this, the two kids that went around shooting at people were actually shooting at each other. They were trying to hit each other with stray bullets, and 22 other people got hit instead. Yeah. And... I don't know who's letting them walk around with this weaponry in broad daylight, but uh, that's a pretty young person to be walking around with said five firearms around their belt. I don't know if that's too many, but apparently that's the average in America. I certainly haven't seen anyone with that many weaponry strapped to them since I moved from the South. (laughs) And I go back to Texas every now and then and I say, oh, wow, that's a firearm walking into the diner and they are not wearing a badge it it is just really alarming for me personally um knowing how incredibly easy the access for kids to firearms is Uh, on a another personal note there was a kid my freshman year of high school who got access to his stepdad's shotgun and unfortunately he took his life he was 14 years old. His his dad, stepdad's shotgun was unlocked in some, like, safe. There was a lock, but it, he didn't lock it. Why would you not lock the safe to your shotgun? And it it's not just that, but, like, kids think so preemptively. They don't, you know, they don't think before they do. They just do. Or they'll tell their parents, like, hey, right. you know what I'm thinking right now? <laughs> I really want this guy dead. And, and, and because guns are also so preemptive, it makes the access for kids that much more dangerous. I think at the very least, I am hoping we can get legislation that at least prevents that access to kids by requiring safes or locking up the guns or putting them 
anywhere where like it is just impossible for even a 14 year old kid to get his arms on your shotgun but there's there's another side of that that can be argued that some parents will allow their older kids to access to a safe like if the I safe think, was unlocked i think until you are 18 no, I be a, absolutely should, you I agree ha, you with you. Should have you. to be with a parent if you are around a firearm. Absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah. I I think that's the smartest way to go. I think there are people in this country, however, that are not as smart as you and I, Jack, that wow. would give access <laughs> to a safe and let their kids say, "Hey, if I'm gone, you're the man of the house. You have access to this firearm," which is a stupid thing to say, by the way. Uh, you have access to this firearm in this household and protect uh, your mother from the rodent raccoon outside of the house like what okay very good i actually had a friend like that in indiana that had access to said weaponry if he so desired he never desired but (laughs) he had access i think um this issue whatever your side is um on it people are very very territorial yeah on this and this issue alone, but um, are very unterritorial on other issues. Um, there used to be really, really bad auto fatality rates in the United States mm-hmm. back in like the 60s and 70s. But a stand stance was taken to make roads safer and seatbelt laws were put in place. Yeah. There was another bad fatality rate when cell phones were introduced. So now it's legal to text on your phone. With all due respect, there's nothing like that when it comes to firearms. Yeah. And I think there's not a lot of Arizona angles that come with this, but one that someone mentioned earlier on uh, Arizona Sports Talk Radio is after 9-11. Um, the country ban- you know, grouped together and were a lot of people felt unsafe to have public events. Mm-hmm. The same year, the Diamondbacks played the Yankees in the World Series. There was discussion that they weren't going to have fans at the World Series that year or the entire playoff or any other sporting event because people were so scared mm-hmm. that um, there was going to be another terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. With all due respect, there's no longer a mentality like that with, um, with firearms. It's just kind of what it is. Right, it's just kind of what we live with. Yeah, and there may be metal detectors in certain places, but this happened in a public place where people there could be it could happen again today. Yeah, well, and it, it probably will probably based will. on the stat with the one point five. But to to that point, I think it's happened at not public places as well. I mean, there's yeah. who who announced the uh, the places that are not safe anymore. There have been churches, synagogues, mosques that are far more public uh, than some of the other things on this list. A home. Uh, I mean, there were people have shot at homes before. Drive-by shootings happen all the time. Uh, so public places is one venue, yes, like Las Vegas or schools or... I, I have the tweet if you want You me have to. the tweet? Yeah, I do. Thank you. That's the one that I really wanted to get to. Uh, it's from Kyvin Schroff, and he says, Bar, home, office, airport, temple, church, mosque, concert, hospital, nightclub, newsroom, restaurant, preschool, synagogue, yoga studio, high school, military base, bowling alley, street corner, 
movie theater, political event, middle school, college campus, elementary school, Super Bowl victory rally. Yeah. Uh, what didn't you name exactly? I mean, is there something on there that that's not on there? Or I'm pretty sure he listed everything. There's definitely not a lot in left. between. Yeah, not that. a lot left. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know Super Bowl Valley was something that was going to happen. Um, that's you know you don't really have any of that on your bingo card. No. No. Unless yeah. you live in America. I mean, there, it's one of those now where it's like, okay, when's the next one? Yeah, honestly, it? that that is the that is the mentality. Having gone to enough uh, parades for the Royals and the Chiefs, that is the mentality I left with. When when's the next one? When do I get to come back? I had so much fun going in 2015 for the Royals because you know that was that was my team. I went to so many games at Kauffman Stadium as a kid. I, I grew up loving Billy Butler and Eric Hosmer and Mike Moustakis and Lo Kane. And finally, I get to see the whole team come together and they win the World Series. And I get to be a part of the parade. And I'm like, when's the next one? And then a few years later, you know, the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and they win it and Patrick Mahomes comes. And I get to be on the front row my senior year with my little brother, high-fiving Tyron Matthew, high-fiving Damian Williams. My little brother got a selfie with both of them. There was a few other guys who came by and, and gave high fives. I actually, we were on Harrison Butker's story that day, Instagram story, because we were right Shout up out. there, up right up front. And and again, like I'm like, man, like I really love the Chiefs now. They finally got over it. They got the the Super Bowl. Like I've been saying this, for, we've all been saying it for years that they they had it in them, but they they just could never clutch up. And but now we finally have this young quarterback, and he's probably going to be back a few more times. I want to go again. And then that next year, we went to the Super Bowl again. I was a freshman here at ASU, but that whole week, because everything was pretty much on Zoom, I went back home because my whole, I, I fully anticipated, you can say I was cocky or arrogant, I, I, frankly, I don't care. I was very convinced that the Chiefs were going to go back to back and beat the Buccaneers that year. So I was fully prepared to fly back to be in Kansas City before the Super Bowl, watch them win the Super Bowl, then celebrate in Kansas City that night, and then stay for the parade that following Wednesday. Of course, that plan kind of went bleak for me, but uh, the next two years, we got to see, and even on Wednesday, I woke up thinking of, oh, I need to text my little brother tonight. Hey, how was the parade? Did you get to meet anybody cool? Did you get an autograph? Not once did I wake up, oh, I'm going to have to worry about him being safe or not today. Not once did that cross my mind until I saw the headlines start to pop up. But that's, that's how a parade, like, works. Like, you, you, you're so happy and you're in. This is your team. This is your hometown. This is, these are your players. Your childhood team. And instead, that it all gets erased in seconds. And, and shout out to the Chiefs players who actually, like, they stuck around. Yeah. They helped mm -hmm. those kids that were really terrified. Yeah. And shout out uh, Taylor as well. She Taylor donated uh, to there, – there's been a, a GoFundMe started for Lindsay, I think, for funeral oh, donations. Wow. 
And, and she uh, donated 100000 to 100, the 100000 yeah. yeah. Very uh, well. In addition to uh, everybody else uh, had a donated a cumul- cumulative uh, 80000 So now wow. with Taylor, it made it uh, up to $180,000 in donations. That was uh, like a day or two ago, though, so it, it might be counting. Red Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. That's Kansas City. That's what so. I'm saying. We we are a strong community. When when one of us are down, we help each other get right back up. And if somebody else falls down, the, the person who helped you up and you are going to go over to them and help them get back up on their feet. That's just – it's the Midwest-like mentality, and it's just how – you grow up in Kansas City. You grow up loving one another because you're from the 816. Uh, I, I do want to get to uh, some of the things that will be more lighthearted. Jack, if you have anything else to say on this topic, please please wrap it up for us here. Um, yeah, my, my final thoughts are... Um, I will I'll, I will reiterate what I said on Twitter the other day, which was, first, I should not have to worry about my little brother's safety at a Super Bowl parade. My little brother is not 18. I will reiterate that again. He is not 18. He hasn't even voted in this country yet. And he hasn't even been driving for two full years. To say my little brother is like the best gift I've ever been given would be an understatement. And for about five to ten minutes on Wednesday, I had to worry about him going to some place where he thought he was going to have fun and celebrate with his friends and make lifelong memories with some of those people. And instead I had to worry about if he was safe. That is so beyond not okay. And I, I, I hope for everybody else's sake, whether you have an older sibling or a younger sibling, that that is something you never have to think about. Because as an older brother, I feel the need to protect him every single second, whether I am by him in Kansas City or here in Phoenix. And to feel so helpless in those minutes were some of the scariest of my entire life that I am urging, urging you to go, like, do something about this. Go for, like, activism. Go, go protest. Go talk to your politicians because I, I hope nobody else has to go through that fear because even though it was only five to ten minutes, those by far were the scariest five to ten minutes of my entire life, not knowing if my little brother was safe or not. To, um, I'll be quick, but losing anyone sucks. I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's a grandparent. I don't, I don't care who it is. It sucks. It hurts. Uh, your entire life is ruined. A piece of you was taken away. But... In any scenario, especially someone like that, I understand. I have two little sisters. I feel the need to protect them at all costs, wherever they go, right? But it sucks that you have to worry about in public places that you have to worry about that. So, uh, 
way that you can reach out to a politician, you can find your local politicians on the internet. It's a very easy search. You can even write a little letter to them via email or a cover letter. They they receive them. They someone reads that for them. You can reach out to your local politicians and voice your what you want. Voice your truth and what you want to protest. So it doesn't have to be just out publicly displaying. You can write a simple letter, takes about five minutes, and then send it off to them. Not yeah. that they'll listen, but at least you know that you did something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do, again, this is very somber 30 minutes. Thank you guys for indulging in that. And Jack, for, you know, for sharing so bravely what you had, the scariest moments of your life that's not easy. It, despite if you were like a thousand miles away or not, doesn't matter. You were scared. Yeah. That it's brave to say that out loud, uh, and I want to make some sort of transition uh, here because another city went through something quite horrendous uh, after the Super Bowl, uh, when Jason Kelsey was running around in a luchador mask. <laughs> uh, a Dallas, uh, a small boy from Dallas, that was his luchador mask, and he would kindly ask for it back. Uh, he has not received it back yet from Jason Kelsey. Jason Jason tweeted something out though. Jason's trying to give it back. Oh, he's trying to give it yeah, back. Yeah. Oh, good. It's not like he's trying to keep it. He he. It was like, I think it was on Thursday. He tweeted something out. Yeah, he's so like, he had he's it like, for about four days or so. That's good. Yeah, That's he was good. like, he's like, I don't want to. He's like, I'm really trying to give this back, but like, if you guys can get me into contact with him, like, hit me up or or holler at me or something like that, and. I haven't heard anything since, but but yeah, he had a had big a tweet about hangover. It. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been more than that. My, probably was still going on during the tweeting process of that. I feel like I feel like Jason has just had a month long bender since That's he true. quote unquote retired. I feel like he's Respect. just been partying like every night. Respect. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a he had a super awesome NFL career. His little brother is on a team that you know just established themselves as a dynasty in the NFL, and he's dating Taylor Swift. They all have like a super awesome podcast that's done really, really well over the first two seasons, and he's got a whole ass family. It's true. Dude, did we just hold a moment of silence for Jason Kelsey's? Bender, is that what we just did? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a man, man. He, he's he's a man's man. He's a traveling <laughs> traveling a lot. He's I think it's funny because he's just a he's just a guy. I mean, he's as much as he's like the persona of everything he is. He's I think people like him because he's just a he's he's just a dude, you know. I I think his I think his wife is awesome. I, I uh, Kylie. Kelsey. Oh yeah. I think uh, one of the points she made, which I think is a, a great, a down to earth moment, is they did a, a documentary on Amazon about the fan about uh, Jason, and when the when the Eagles made the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, Kylie was like, "We're paying a lot of money for these tickets. Mm-hmm. Like straight up, we can't afford these tickets. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like, Jason has two young daughters, mm-hmm. and Jason just looked at his daughters like, "Hey, you want to go to the Super Bowl?" His daughter's like, yeah, <laughs> but it's such like a down to earth moment because it's like his family are just like regular people. Like his wife's not like mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, overly famous. Yeah. She's just like you know, she's Kylie Kelsey. <laughs> like she's 
That's also why I like him more than Travis, because he's also because he seems a little more human than Travis. Yeah. Travis is like a bachelor, and he's dating Taylor Swift, <laughs> and he's like, he's like this, like, crazy guy, and, mm-hmm. and Jason's just like the dad who's also <laughs> insane, <laughs> but also an offensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah, you have to be a little bit insane if you're. Yeah, going up against other three hundred ten pound guys every single Sunday. Dude's just bashing his head every <laughs> Sunday. He's like, yeah. What, what was the comparison? You're like getting getting in a car crash, like every day. <laughs> yeah, like every Sunday Something it's like, like getting that. in a yeah. car crash, yeah. getting an offensive lineman. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it's like the same. Men- it's like like the same physical toll as like yeah. getting in like a serious car crash, like <laughs> every Sunday. <laughs> uh, just crazy. I I have a top five list. By the way, if you're ready for this, I have the top five Super Bowl commercials. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, outside looking in, apartments.com. That also goes with homes.com with, uh, you know, you had, uh, you know, the, guy, the aliens going on and everything. It was just yeah. kind of yeah. funny. Uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast with Dragons and Ron Johnson. It was good. Ron Swanson. That was, not whole, that was the whole thing. Uh, Ken Jong Popeye's commercial. <laughs> Those are the outside looking in. Okay. Uh, looking number in. five. I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. Arnold Schwarzenegger State Farm commercial. That one was so weird. It was, was, it was mid. It was so hyped. And I was ready for like a Tide ad level commercial where you see it across every single ad break. Something that will, you know, repeat over and over. The Tide ad commercials with David Harbour, still the greatest commercial to ever grace the Super Bowl. Sorry to say. Very creative. No, it was, I think it was the most creative one. I think this year was, like, kind of a mid-bunch. But there were some really heavy hitters at the top. Number four, Lionel Messi, Mick Ultra. Ooh. That was a good one. That really love that commercial. Yeah. He speaks zero English in that commercial. Well, he doesn't speak English. I know, but he speaks two words in that commercial. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, Mikula That's it. That's three. Oh, my mistake. Yeah. Three well, words. No is a. I don't think no is is. That's true. Particularly it is, English. It is I, no in Spanish as well. Yeah. No is uh, no is. I kind feel of like a this is a poor question. Uh, is no is no English. Did Messi no. say <laughs> something, or no. did <laughs> did Messi say any English words? Yes or no would be really funny though, because no. That's true. No, it's pretty universal, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No. Mikula Bolcha. No. I like how he pronounced it. Mikula Bolcha. Mikula Bolcha. I don't think there's a better spokesman in the world than Lionel Messi. Oh, well, yeah. He's, he's the biggest He's the athlete. greatest athlete of all like yeah. of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's got, compared to Patty, he's got, like, over hundreds of millions more followers. Well, I, oh, think, yeah. I think the difference between Messi and, and like, Messi's not, like, just America. Huge on social media, like oh, that, mm-hmm. that too. That's he's not like well, Le- he's not like LeBron and, yeah. and stuff. He's like mm-hmm. he's kind of low key, mm-hmm. but he's also the biggest athlete in the entire world. Right. So when you see him out in public or in a commercial, it's like oh my god, it's like Lionel Messi. Like, mm-hmm. uh, number three, this commercial happened a little bit before Super Bowl commercials, uh, before the game happened, but it still counts. The Paramount Plus with Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh. I love this commercial. And the only reason it's not one is because it did come out kind of prior to Super Bowl time. 
uh, and I saw it a couple times before on YouTube. So you're going off a of technicality here. I, look, at, uh, the other two debuted during the Super Bowl, and I had not laughed harder at, during any other ad during uh, except for those two. All right. Okay. The only reason All I right. gave it three All is because right. I've seen it before. Oh, so, okay. All right. That's fair. That's but fair. I love it. It's the best commercial out of them. But anyway, number two, Michael Sarah V. <laughs> that was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen on TV. My cream. He said my cream on TV. He. It was just kind of weird. It was so weird. <laughs> but man, was it magnificent. Michael Sarah is just kind of a weird guy. So. It is, yeah. yeah, no, he is. Great kinda, spokesman for the Sarah V. Huh. Well, mean, for that, for of... like the ad they were making, I think it was perfect. It's it's better than the Michael Bublé bubbly commercials. I think the Bublé bubbly was like really annoying me after one or two takes. I mean, yeah, the Sarah V doesn't seem to be letting me stop laughing at it anytime soon. It's just really funny. Uh, number one. Clear winner here. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, J-Lo, Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Yeah, that was a good one. Dunkin's been pulled off the stops. That was fantastic. Last year's was pretty good, and then this year's was a lot of money going into that. Yeah. So didn't they have like a Charlie D'Amelio one as well? Or am I tripping on that? Charlie was a really big when she was uh, back when she was uh, first like super super big on TikTok. They gave her, like, a crazy sponsorship. So she just, like, was a sponsor with them. I don't know if she did a Super Bowl commercial with them. but Not a Super she, Bowl, like, but I saw her and Ben Affleck in a, a Dunkin' commercial. Oh, that one, it surprised me. She's so. in a ton of Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Okay, very good. I think the uh, the Matt Damon part of that was a very nice, yeah. uh, so yeah. well done. Very nice kind of call out. Uh-huh. Tom, you can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people realize, like, the... People now don't realize like the relationship, like of like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, like those two yeah. were like, cre- like writ- great, like wrote like one of the greatest movies of all time. Air, <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> Air, and, well, Air, and then uh, well, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, good. I knew, I knew that. I was, just, I was like, hold on, do you not? Know I was just no, I was just wanting to. <laughs> I was like, do you not know what they wrote? Like, <laughs> I just wanted to just put something in there just for fun, you know. Air. Every, every other word is the F word. Like <laughs> greatest movie ever, Robin Williams. Oh my god, that was great. It's not your fault, man. But yeah, uh, yeah those are my seen, top five. Still makes me cry. Uh, well, what else happened in this, during the whole Super Bowl stuff? Did we? Uh, did anyone? We all think about the uh, Usher halftime show. Oh yeah, it was solid. I think he did good. I only. I, I liked it. I I liked how he was like taking one article of clothing off per song. I mean, it was very strange when he started he with that. I have one question. Not that great. Doesn't he have a wife? Yeah, you know, that's a really good question to ask, and I think we should really talk about that. Actually, I have a follow-up question, too. Okay, very good. Doesn't Alicia Keys have a husband? Is yeah. that your follow-up? <laughs> that's the follow-up question. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone at Pub Rock, uh, we were, you know, we're all, like, kind of watching it together. I'm meeting all these other Chiefs fans, and we're ch- chatting and talking during the halftime show, and then... Here out of nowhere comes Usher and Alicia Keys, and, you know, they get a little touchy, and all of us are like, don't they both have separate significant others that might be watching right now that might be a little suspect as to what's going on? I don't think we're talking about the right people watching that, though. Aren't there children watching that Do do they have kids? 
Oh, well, hang on a second. Now, that's a really good question. Usher have kids? Uh, can we do probably. a quick quick Google search, please? Uh, Usher and Alicia Keys both probably might have offspring uh, that might have watched that. Um, Usher has a few kids. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's like oh, three, so or, three or four. That's a few witnesses right there. <laughs> to dad. <laughs> Uh, Mom, what is what is Daddy doing to Alicia Keys? <laughs> <laughs> they must be close or something. Cause, like, there's no shot he just did that. Like, well, they did like a song or two together before. Like, so they've worked together, I suppose. But oh my God, I mean, oh Usher like recently married this girl too. Oh wow, uh, well in 2024, he's recently gonna be divorcing her. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. Wait, didn't? Oh no, no, no. Wait, they mar- they got married after the the halftime show. Oh, right after? Right after the halftime show, they got married. Yeah. After to, everything that happened? A, they went to a Vegas church and got married. Oh, that's crazy. I remember seeing that's that. Wild. Well, it that's wild. It wasn't awesome. so It was literally right after the Super Bowl. She saw that and was like, yes, that's him. <laughs> that's, wow. This is the one. That's the one. Yeah. With three to four kids touching Alicia Keys. That's the one. That's him. Mom, Dad, I found him. <laughs> Mark of a fighter. I found the one. <laughs> but but Alicia though she didn't get married recently. That one's no. That's an older relationship. She, it does say from Hello Magazine two days ago that she is expecting her third. Kid. Oh wow. Yeah. Wait, so she pregnant during that time as well? That's what it seems. Is that the like. second Super Bowl performance in a row with a pregnant woman? That's awesome. That's a stat. Love it. I love that. But I thought he did good. I thought I thought obviously the guest made it better, but I I didn't think he Yeah, was, the guest made it better. I don't think he was bad. He had Ludacris. Ludacris. He had um Lil John. Yeah. He had uh what else do you bring out there? Everyone was waiting on Justin Bieber, which yeah. I thought was funny. And that was very I wasn't really ill-placed. wanting Justin Bieber, but I mean it's all yeah, I don't know why everyone else wanted it. They were begging, pleading. Where's Justin? I need Justin. Like, do you? Like, do you? Do you really uh, need Justin kinda, Bieber? It's kind of a lot. You know, let's put it on the poll. Did you need Justin Bieber? Yes or no? I don't think so. He's kind of a punk. Like he's kind of, he's kind of like not a good guy, right? Like he's yeah, he's yeah. kind of weird. He's kind of, <clears throat> he's kind of like he's a good singer. He's like like spitting on people and stuff. What yeah. was the question we asked earlier? We asked another poll question. I totally lost it. It was I did too. Okay, well, it's gone forever. Oh, well, gone forever. This is what happens when we have no interns around here. We Haley, we dearly miss you. Like <laughs> this is Come this back. is we've uh, we've become reliant upon interns. Uh so we have only 3 people in the studio today. Which is good. It's good, but now I have no idea what I'm doing on social media. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Um Yeah, uh, Justin Bieber. That was funny. Ha ha. Ha ha. Yes. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. Oh, hey, Sabrina, Steph, that happened last night. It did happen last night. It, watching it just kind of felt like, I don't know, it wasn't underwhelming, but it was. Wait, are you going to say it's not, what it, it didn't meet your expectations? I don't, I, I don't think so. Were I, you I, not entertained? It was okay. It was, like, it was, having a one-on-one battle with them, though, was kind of weird. It's like because there's the contest and then it's just those two, which was kind of, which I found kind of weird. Yeah, like I yeah. wish they were like in the overall contest together. 
Like, I wish she had a chance to, like, compete with the other guys. And Steph had the highest score out of all the shooters that night. He had the right. highest score out of everyone. Or if, like, you want to do, like, a WNBA versus NBA, have, like, yeah, have we... three of the best WNBA shooters go up against the... Yeah, but she is the best. She's the best one out of all of them. No, for sure. It was... And she's the most, you know, acquainted with doing this type of performance. I mean... Next year, I'd love, love to see. What, Caitlin Clark? Yes. Steph, Dame, Sabrina, and Caitlin Clark would be a masterpiece. That'd be really cool. I think two like two on each side would be really cool. Uh, and, you know, and if the men somehow do, do have the two best scores, I mean, that's not going to be great. But I, I Sabrina did fantastic last night. I mean, she shot from the NBA line with the WNBA balls, but that's fantastic what she did like, you know what i don't think there was any haters in the comment section that i was reading i was just reading like man she she cooked she cooked she cooked she cooked like <laughs> she would have actually tied for first place in the actual three-point contest with dame after seeing that i kind of that's kind of why i was like dang why wasn't she in the contest <laughs> like, that would have been i think it'd be cool like a whole cool. integrated like, been, contest right because she put up good numbers i mean she was like, on the first attempt, she yeah. was shooting well. Like, Dame missed a whole rack in his attempt. Right. And she didn't, like, have an empty rack. She went guns a-blazing from everywhere. The only thing that she didn't really hit was the starry three-point shots. But, right. I mean, that's I mean, way out there, though. Some that's people like, don't really hit those. I mean, I Dame did. Hit those. I don't think Steph hit them. I think Carl Anthony Towns hit both. Well, there you go. <laughs> I think he's the only guy that night that hit both was the center the six ten guy was the only guy that hit the starry three point shots. Oh, and, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense because he's the best. He's the best shooting big man of all time. He's the goat. <laughs> is you know what? Let's Carl put that. Carl Anthony Towns the goat. Let's put that on the poll. Uh, is Carl Anthony Towns the better shooter? Yes or no? Better than Stefan? Oh wait, Cat better than Stefan Sabrina? Yes or no? That'd yeah. be really funny. Yeah. yeah. Cat better than Stephen Springer. <laughs> or you could make one, is Cat the best Kentucky big man of all time? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Uh, the answer is no. Sorry, Cat. I, I, can't, I can't think of a single big man who's better than him. Anthony Davis? Who? Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait don't wait, don't wait, do wait, this. Wait, no, wait. not this. Not the Hinkle Who? One. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who? We decided to use Jeffrey Hinkle as a sound effect on up on deck. Yeah. Because he has such a great who. Yeah. Right, are we talking about, what, 2021 Western Conference first round runner-up Anthony Davis? Or is it what? Either... NBA champion Anthony Davis? I mean the 2021. NCAA 2012 champion Anthony Davis? I don't know anything about that, but I do know <laughs> that we eliminated him. <laughs> that was a great night. Womp womp. He was talking about one year where the Suns actually didn't they lose in the finals? Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. Doesn't Anthony Davis have one more real ring than Kevin Durant and Devin Booker right now? Ah, well. At least <laughs> hey, he played hey, in front of KD fans. won rings. He won two of them with the team that was going to win him anyway. But yeah, sure. Well, guess what's here? Guess what he got That's right true. here? He does have that. Yeah. Some real bling. Snake. Well, well, my city has <laughs> one more ring than the city of San Diego. So I, that's, 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 there you that's, go. That's, that's true. That's, that's pretty cool. It's true. You got the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> winning. Yeah, winning. I guess if you count the Rattlers and the Mercury, too, we have quite a few titles.
Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Winning. No offense, <laughs> but I don't count those. But I mean, they're pretty cool. You don't count the mercury? No, not really. Not not in the. I, the in today's era, I'd count the mercury. At, in the like when they won them, I don't think I count them. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Because they won them what 2014, yeah. 2007. Yeah. They 2014 is not bad. Yeah, it's but in the in the grand scheme, it's yeah. like it was still yeah. they were still like growing the league and and getting. But everything. there was like fourteen. Like I don't know how many teams are in there now, but. Yeah, I don't keep up with the WNBA, but I'd say the the WNBA like right now and going forward is going to be like, yeah, we start. I with think the, if you want it the now. Aces dynasty, yeah. we start with the Aces dynasty era, yeah, and keep going from here. I think if they would have won it, what they played in the final WNBA finals, what like two or three years ago? I yeah. think if they won that, so last like, year is uh, the M- was the WNBA's 1980 season, is what you're saying. What's up? You're saying that last year was the WNBA's 1980. Because that's, uh, mag- that's when the magic right. bird yeah. started. Yeah. 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 Unless you want to discount all of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's stuff that he did before magic just showed up. So You mean Kareem in college? I, cause Kareem I'm... was old when magic got to the Lakers. but I mean... Oh, you mean 1980 for the NBA? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for college. No. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Then, no, not 1980 for the, w- for the NBA. So, wait, what is the equivalent then? Well, actually... Because I guess, yeah, all no, stuff. that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, actually, no, it was yeah. bankrupt before 1980. The NBA, yeah. Well, to be actually, actually, I would say that, and I would say Kareem is like what uh, Diana Taurasi or um, Sue Bird. Asia Wilson, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, because Asia's more like this generation, so she'd be Asia would be more like what Magic was versus like. Kareem is like what I, Diana Taurasi uh, was uh, at I'll the s- beginning. I'll actually that makes sense. Uh, scoot you down a bit. Uh, no, Caitlin Clark is the Magic Johnson. Caitlin. And okay, Angel, yeah, that's fine. Caitlin and Angel Reese are Bird yeah. and, yeah. and Magic. That, that's fine. That, yeah. That's definitely, very, very that's definitely like more comparable. Very accurate. Yeah. Well, who said it last night though, um, or yesterday, or whatever? I saw it on Twitter that. That one person won't consider Caitlin Clark great because she didn't want to champ. She oh, won Jay Addy. Williams. Jay Williams. Is that what he said? Which yeah. I th- do we all think that's stupid? Like that take is stupid. I think yeah. she's. I, I don't think. I don't think rings really do anything for. Her. Not in college. For. I mean, even career. I mean, if you have good enough, not, I know winning a ring is big and stuff. But if you have a good enough career, like, you can you can be seen at some point without your rings. Allen Iverson never won. Yeah, but I don't really. I wouldn't judge Allen Iverson on not winning the championship. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Right. Like we all there praise Allen people, Iverson. There, there are some people that do. Like, it depends on players. Like Charles, because Charles is one you're gonna you you clown because he doesn't have a ring. Yeah, because because Shaq clowns him all the time though. Right. That's unfair. It's unfair. Right. <laughs> so unfair. I got four rings, Chuck. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to win a championship, man. It's not Chuck. Easy. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to win a championship. It's easy when you have a bunch of guys. Easy when you have Kobe Bryant. Stop talking to me, Chuck. Got or Patty. Rings. What's that? Or Patty. Yeah. yeah. You got to have a great player to win a ring. Yeah. Take a lot of luck. Mm-hmm. I love the uh, when they made fun of Shaq uh, with the Drake album, and they had him like the sitting on the bench or something. Or he was like sitting on top of Staples Center yeah. or something like that. <laughs> it's like, I thought that was great. I thought because – you know, I mean, Shaq, that's just ridiculous. I mean, you had Kobe Bryant for those three years. Ch- Chuck, shut up. Shut up, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It's 
No shit. Hey, if you have rings and someone else doesn't. I got four rings, Chuck. How many you got? Donuts, Krispy Kreme drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Charles. Clowned every day. Poor Charles, man. He asked for it, but then he doesn't ask for it. But I think at the end of the day, he's asking for it. Hey, Kenny, we got six rings. (laughs) Chuck got six, half dozen rings. You know what I mean? What, Kenny Johnson? I said half. Or Kenny Smith, I should say. Kenny Smith, yeah. Yeah. I said half a dozen rings. Come on, Mark. Where did Kenny Come get on. His... <laughs> Half a dozen rings? Nothing? Crickets? Where did Kenny win his rings? Houston. With oh, Elijah he was Wan. on that team? He was with Elijah one, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so he got carried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he got carried throughout most of his career. I okay. don't think he really did a whole lot, but he's got he's got two rings, Chuck. <laughs> okay. He's got two rings. Gotcha. Can't I didn't I didn't can't know dispute it. I didn't know he he won a championship. I JaVale McGee has three. There's some dudes <laughs> that like get a bait have like a... <laughs> Did you you like that one, Jack? <laughs> that JaVale McGee has Javille. three. <laughs> Shaqton MVP. Is he on last year's Denver team? Is that why he has his No, team? no, Who? he got his third with Lakers in twenty twenty. Who? <laughs> <laughs> JaVale. I love JaVale, man. He's awesome. One of the dogs. Contavious Caldwell-Pope has been to two finals and has won both finals, by the way. That's 100% efficiency rating for those of you keeping score at home. Like KCP. M- like MJ, I guess. Never yeah. lost in the finals. Yeah, six for six. So does sure. that mean KCP should be in the GO conversation? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, let's put it on the poll. If should never, KCP be if put you never in the lost GO in the finals? Yeah. Yeah. It's about winning when it counts. Right, exactly. Not losing when it counts. Uh-huh. MJ never lost when it counts. Mm-hmm. And needed a KCP. That's true. He's the GOAT. I don't I don't really see the difference between the two. Meh. I don't really see the difference between the two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jack, let's wrap it up here. Let's put a, another promo on the on the mix. Uh, yeah, KCP GOAT conversation. Are we serious about this? Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> when you don't lose when it counts. So we're just now, we're now glazing cat. And KCP. Garland Anthony Towns and Ken Tavis Caldwell Pope is our GOAT conversation now. Uh, well. Yeah. I like it. No yeah. contest from me. I think KCP wins that battle. <laughs> Playing Good it. Jones. There we go. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Oh, Jeff, his heart God, I'm a sucker so for you. <laughs> ben Yates. Yeah, not her. Is it the conflict? Are we still playing this? <laughs> Stop. Wait, wait, wait. Listen. The Valley Variety, live every Sunday at noon on Blaze Radio. Yeah.